Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Bible in Life podcast. I am glad you're joining me on this episode. If we have not met before, my name is John. I am the host of the Bible in Life, and my heart, my goal is to create really just simple, clear, down-to-earth Bible teaching in a way that helps us think through what it looks like to follow Jesus right where we live every day. I like to refer to it as blue jeans theology. That is theology in the language of everyday life, addressing the topics of everyday life, helping us follow Jesus in our everyday life. So thanks for being here. Glad you're joining me on this episode. The Bible in Life is a listener-supported, crowdfunded Bible teaching ministry that includes not only this podcast, but my other podcast, where I just teach straight through Bible books. It's called The Listener's Commentary on the New Testament. I've got 17 New Testament books done. If you haven't checked that one out, I just walk straight through uh, New Testament books, chunk by chunk, much like a written commentary, but in audio fashion. You can find that on the same platforms that you found this one on as well. You can also check out the website there uh, and see what other resources I have available. So thanks again for being with me. Thanks for being a part of the Bible in Life family. We uh, wrapped up a series a couple weeks ago where we looked at your life's focus out of Philippians and just offering some reflections on that. Had a great interview on last week's episode with uh, Matt Bates about his new book and just thinking through the gospel and why it matters. And as I was kind of praying and processing where I wanted to go after all of that, I have landed on just, I want to offer a few weeks of thoughts and reflections on the book of Proverbs. Something a little different, something um, that I haven't talked about for a while. And I just thought, man, that would be helpful to us to reflect on Proverbs and the book of Proverbs in uh, the Old Testament. And the book of Proverbs is part of what's called the wisdom literature. We'll talk more about that here in a second. So what I want to do on this episode is just provide sort of a brief introduction to Proverbs in general and to the book of Proverbs in particular. And then uh, beginning in the in following weeks, looking at specific sections of it and broad themes of the Proverbs to help you and I really understand how the Proverbs work and to make the most sense of them. Uh, the Proverbs have been really a popular uh, book, some popular reading among Christians for a long time. Um, but we need to at least understand some things about Proverbs in general to make sure we read them well. So let's start there. What is a proverb? What is a proverb? And in short, a proverb is like a short sort of popular little saying, or maybe you could call it a maxim, a little statement that's typified by concise and catchy wording. It's just a short little statement that intends to kind of point towards or give a general truth about some subject. That's what a proverb is. Uh, we have all sorts of sort of modern day proverbs in my country. You might have them where you live as well. For example, one English proverb that I have heard on a number of occasions is, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. What in the world does that even mean? Well, it's offering a general truth about um, being grateful for what you already have rather than going after more and more things out there that you maybe don't have just yet. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, right? Um, and there are, there are all sorts of little sayings like that that point in a general direction. 
Or here's another kind of American proverb, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. These sorts of things are just kind of part of the proverbial sayings of our culture. We have lots of other ones, but that's what a proverb is. It is a brief, short saying that uh, uses concise, catchy wording to kind of point to a general truth. And so you get the same thing with biblical proverbs. For example, well-known biblical proverb, Proverbs 15.1, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And generally speaking, that's the case. If we can learn to, in those tense moments and those uh, high emotion moments, if we can learn to uh, speak softly, gently, and kindly, that's going to help release the tension in the conversation and eventually, hopefully, uh, won't stir up the coals of anger so that it flares up into a, a large hot fire of anger, right? Generally speaking, that's true. Or here's another one. Like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy one to those who send them. Now, can, can you... Can you picture the scene, right? If if you try to drink vinegar, right? Like, that's not a pleasant experience. Or when you're sitting around a campfire and the wind blows and, and all of a sudden now the smoke is blowing right in your face and you're like, man, I got I to gotta move to the other side of the fire, right? It's just not pleasant. Well, likewise, he says, so is the lazy one to those who send him. So all of a sudden you have... Um, a worker or an employee or, right, somebody, um, you know, an assistant or something that you're, you're having do tasks for you and they're uh, lazy, undisciplined, not diligent, right? It's unpleasant and annoying, just like vinegar and smoke. That's the point of the proverb. So that's what proverbs are. Um, they are this brief saying that is typified by kind of concise, catchy wording. Now, here's the thing that's really important to keep in mind about proverbs. All proverbs, but particularly in our case, biblical proverbs. This is really important, something we have to remember, and that's this. Proverbs are general principles. That's the key phrase. Proverbs are general principles for living wisely, for successful living. They are general principles. They don't guarantee what they state or promise. They just tell the usual pattern. They tell what generally is the case. And the biblical Proverbs, that's the way they work. They are general observations about life and how life works best. So they tell us what is usually the case, but not what is always the case or what has to be the case every time. There are exceptions to the biblical Proverbs. They, they point in the direction of the truth. They point to a general truth, but they don't say everything about it. They don't intend to address all the possible exceptions. In fact, in the context of the wisdom literature, that's why you get Job and Ecclesiastes. Because the Proverbs are so cut and dried, it's like, this is the way it's got to be. Job and Ecclesiastes come in and say, in context of all the wisdom literature, they say, well, no, it's not always that way. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Sometimes there's mystery involved. And so they tell general observations about life and how life usually works best, but they don't now, they don't tell us every possible case imaginable, every possible exception imaginable. They, they just say, here's the way it usually works. Now, why does this matter? Because as I've noted, there are exceptions. 
Life is more complex than a proverb recognizes. And a proverb knows that. Um, and so life is just more complex than that. So let me give you an example from the, from the proverbs in the Bible as to why this is really important. Here is a very famous and well-known proverb that has brought a lot of parents comfort. Proverbs 22, 6, which says, raise up a child in the way that he should go. And even when he's old, he will not depart from it. And guess what? Generally speaking, that's the case. Um, in the context of the biblical Proverbs, you raise up a child with the wisdom of God, in the fear of the Lord, in the ways of God, very often uh, they will stick with it. They will walk with it, right? But not always. Uh, sometimes um, there are kids brought up in a wise, good, loving, godly home, and they walk away from it. Now, maybe they come back later in life, but not always, not always. And so we have to recognize that that proverb says what's generally true, but not what has to be true or is always true. It's a, a general principle. And the proverbs themselves recognize that, that they recognize this issue. They recognize that, that they, they themselves, the proverbs, can be made ineffective and sometimes even hurtful and disastrous if uh, applied incorrectly, if used incorrectly. Let me give you an example from Proverbs 26 and two proverbs, one verse 7, one verse 9. So they're super close together and look at what they say. Proverbs 26, 7 says, like useless legs to one who cannot walk, so is a proverb in the mouth of fools. So like a proverb in the mouth of a fool is sort of useless. It's, it's like legs that don't work on a lame person, useless. Or here's another one. Proverbs 26, 9 says, like a thorn that sticks in the hand of a heavy drinker. That's a funny image, right? Picture that. This guy who's a heavy drinker and is drunk all the time and grabs a stick and it turns out to be a, a, a you know, like a rose stick or a, you know, some sort of stick with thorns, right? Like a thorn that sticks in the hand of a heavy drinker and he, he knows there's pain, but he can't figure out why and he can't get it out. His hands aren't steady enough to get it out. So is a proverb in the mouth of fools. It's hurtful. It, it, it's used in a, in a hurtful way, and now it sticks in someone's life and heart, and it's hurtful. So Proverbs themselves recognize that Proverbs have to be understood wisely and used wisely. And part of that is recognizing just the way the type of literature they are, the genre, and the way they work. They offer general principles for successful, wise living, but they don't guarantee what they promise. They just offer a usual pattern. So that's really important for reading the Proverbs well. Here's what's usually the case. Now, what about the book of Proverbs? What is the book of Proverbs? Um, so we've talked about what Proverbs in general are, but now we have a whole book of them. And obviously, a book of Proverbs is a collection of Proverbs. And so the Bible book Proverbs, that's what it is. It's a collection of Proverbs. But there is a broad structure to the book. In fact, uh, if you're familiar with the Bible Project, they have a great overview video to Proverbs helping you see how the structure works and why it works that way. I'll put a link to that in the show notes down below. So if you want to watch that video, you can. 
because um, it'll be helpful to seeing the structure. But in general, here is the broad structure to the whole book of Proverbs. Uh, chapters 1 through 9 is really like the prologue and intro to the book. And it emphasizes the importance and power of seeking wisdom and listening to it. So where typically a proverb is a short, concise little sting, you don't have that in chapters 1 through 9 of the book of Proverbs. You have longer poems uh, couched from a father to a son, a king to his his son who's going to be king someday. That's the context, right? Couched to him, giving him warnings, giving him advice, calling him to seek wisdom. And that ends with, in chapter 9, with Lady Wisdom taking her place and calling out and inviting people, come, if you want wisdom, come to me. And it also ends with um, the woman Folly, who is loud and brash and obnoxious and puts herself in the center of everything. And she calls out and says the same thing. Hey, 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 come and listen to me. I've got stuff to offer. And that's the introduction to Proverbs. And basically, in a nutshell, it's like, so who are you going to listen to? And so the, the chapters one through nine, intro and prologue, and it emphasizes the importance of seeking wisdom and uh, with, with energy and with passion and wanting it and desiring it and listening to it. Then, in the middle section of the book, from chapter 10 through 29, that's where you get the collections of small, short little sayings, one after another. And sometimes they just feel really random. Sometimes they feel like, oh, I can see how these go together. But they're just a bunch of short little sayings giving wise advice for life, saying, hey, here's what's usually the case. The wise person does this. The foolish person does that, right? It's wise if you do this or, you know, whatever. So uh, that is the collection section. And then you get chapters 30 and 31, which is sort of like an epilogue to the book. And it provides a picture of who are the people who listen to wisdom and what is their life like? And so you sort of get some, uh, like this wise woman in chapter 31, who's like, man, here's a woman who has listened to the wisdom of this book and been formed by it. And now she's She's living well and her life is going well. She is a wise woman. So the epilogue says, hey, here's what life will be like if you actually listen to the wisdom of this book. And that is the structure of the book of Proverbs. And the aim of all of this is to really give you and I a concrete, down-to-earth wisdom for life. That's what Proverbs is all about. And so it's going to deal with all sorts of everyday life topics. It's going to deal with uh, making decisions and seeking advice for that. It's going to deal with anger. It's going to deal with your words and your speech. It's going to deal with working hard and diligence and your work ethic. It's going to deal with parenting. and It's going to deal with relationships. It's going to deal with how you handle your thoughts and your opinions. It's going to deal with self-control all sorts of everyday down-to-earth stuff. And so the aim of the book is to try to really provide you and I with concrete down-to-earth wisdom for life. And that aim or objective uh, is really stated at the outset to the book. And so here's the way the book of Proverbs begins. Proverbs chapter 1, let me just read verses 2 through 7, which sets the objective or the aim of the book. It's this, to know wisdom and instruction to discern the sayings of understanding, to receive instruction in wise behavior and righteousness, justice, and integrity, to give prudence to the naive, to the youth, knowledge, and discretion. A wise person will hear and increase in learning, and a person of understanding will acquire wise counsel. 
to understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And so that's that's the aim. That's the objective of the book is to provide that. Now, one other note before we wrap up this intro to the book of Proverbs is that this, we have to understand what wisdom means. And we'll talk more about this in the future, but wisdom is is not arbitrary. It's woven into the fabric of reality. And so when Proverbs says, I'm, I'm offering you wisdom, it's not just giving like, like, well, here's one version of wisdom, or here is, you know, like religious wisdom. If you want to, you know, keep God happy and keep your ticket to heaven, you got to listen to this stuff. That's not what it means by wisdom. When it says, I am here to try to give you wisdom, wisdom is woven into the fabric of reality. And so to be wise means to live in sync with the way the world really is. We'll talk more about that in a couple of weeks, but that's Proverbs. It's offering wisdom for life. One way to think about it is instructions for life. And so as you read through the Proverbs, they are these short, most of them, you have the introduction where you got longer poems, but most of them are these short, catchy little sayings that are intended to give general instructions for life. If you do this, your life will be in sync with the way things are and things will work better for you. Your life will work right because you're living the way you're created to live. That's what Proverbs is all about. All right, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Bible and Life podcast. I pray you have a blessed week in Christ and I look forward to talking with you again next week.